Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Hi, y'all. It is Motivational Monday. Listen, I'm so excited. I am Latrice Bartley, and I am here to encourage you to purposefully live. Listen, it is time to get fit. It's time to get fit this week. Get focused, intentional, and tenacious about God first and our goal second, y'all. God first and our goal second. Listen, I want to encourage you today to purposefully live. You know, we got to show up today, and I am excited about this encouragement that I have for you, this word I have for you. Because guess what? I don't care what you have going on in this week. You already know God's word is our motivator. It's our inspiration. It's our, um, listen, it's an astringent. It'll cleanse you out. It'll keep you encouraged. And I'm so excited because this message just encouraged me. I, I feel every message, but I felt this message. So I just want to jump in. Listen, whether you are watching me on Instagram, on Facebook, um, the replay, hello to my replay nation, or listening to me on the podcast, thank you for joining me. All I am here is simply to encourage you and push you to purpose. I want you to know every day you were created for such a time as this. You were created. So let's jump in, y'all. That Today, if I had to give it a title, it would be Jesus is Willing. Listen, Jesus. Jesus is willing. So here's where I'm just going to jump right in. I'm so excited, but I'm going to slow down. I always hear my daddy in my head, slow down. So I want to take you. I got my little phone notes, y'all. Work with me. Um, I want us to dive into a passage today that is going to be our, if I could say, our foundation. And it's in Matthew 8, 1 through 3. And I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. It says, large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. Suddenly, a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. The I'm sorry, approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him and touched him and said, I am willing, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. The message version says, Jesus came down the mountainside with the cheers of the crowd still ringing in his ears. Then a leopard appeared and went to his knees before Jesus praying, Master, if you want to, you can heal my body. Jesus reached out and touched him saying, I want to be clean. Then and there, all signs of the leprosy were gone. So listen, this is our, our anchor scripture, but just bear with me a little bit. I want to take you a little bit, uh, a little history lesson on leprosy because I always, I don't ever want to take for granted that, you know, um, everyone knows the Bible, is open the Bible. So I like to just, just give a little background. Leprosy was a disease that was looked down upon in biblical times. It was a skin disease. It it was incurable by man. It was believed that the curse of leprosy was inflicted, y'all, 
upon people for the sins that they committed, okay? Lepers had to wear torn clothes and they wore a mask over their face. They were looked at as unclean. They even had to yell out unclean um, if you were coming in contact with them. Again, as I mentioned, this was an incurable disease. The lepers lived outside of the regular community. They lived in their own community and they would live there until they were either healed or they died, but that's where they stayed. Um, it, here's how uh, how bad, if I could say, this, this disease was looked upon. If the wind was blowing, a leper was not even able to come within 150 feet of a person. This is how revolting the disease was. Lepre, um, and later we're going to talk about this, but anyone suspected of having the disease had to go to the priest for examination, and he would basically diagnose him. Now, the priest had no ability to heal them um, or, you know, make them clean. All he did was diagnose them and inform everyone whether the person was clean or unclean. And you can read a little bit about that in Leviticus 13, 2 through 3. Now, as I mentioned before, leprosy was a graph illustration of sin's destructive power on an individual. Basically, lepers were an outcast. Ain't nobody want to deal with them. You know, you, you kept away. Um, even contact with a leper made the person unclean and unable to attend a religious service. Listen, does this sound familiar? A leper was not even able to come six feet. Y'all, that's where we at right now. So in other words, the lepers had to social distance for life. Can you imagine social distance? distancing for life like this is literally well it is literally almost our way of life but you can read about that in Leviticus 13 45 through 6. Now I really wanted to set the stage for the scripture that I just read in Matthew because I wanted you to understand how leprosy was looked upon okay so we could really look at how this disease was. No one wanted anything to do with a leper but Jesus. Now, in Matthew chapter 8, like I just read, we heard about this story, but y'all, I love this because this story is so powerful because it represents um, the unconditional love of Jesus. It is such, um, it's such a great representation of how Jesus loves us all. Now, I'm discussing from Matthew leprosy, but I want to bring us to now. I want us to think modern day. Leprosy, like I said, was the curse that was inflicted, looked upon due to a sin. But what disease, spiritually or physically, plagues you? Maybe due to your sins, you feel like an outcast, abhorred. You can never be healed from your past faults or your present situation. I want you to think now. Leprosy is what this man was dealing with, but what are you dealing with? But guess what, y'all? On the cross, the curse was broken, okay? Leprosy, no matter what your disease is today, spiritually, physically, or mental, Jesus is the cure. So I'm, I'm just telling you from the offset. Like I Bible say, choose ye this day whom you going to serve. I'm telling you from the offset, y'all, what the cure is. And his name is Jesus. Now, like I said, in this man's condition and, and condition in Matthew, his, his um, disease was leprosy, which was so looked, I mean, no one wanted to deal with him. But maybe your issue, maybe your disease is the stain of adultery. 
cancer, an addiction, alcohol, pornography. Maybe the thought of your past places you in a posture of mental disease, suicidal thoughts. Maybe you are plagued living in an alternative lifestyle that you want out but don't know how to be free. Maybe you're held captive in your mind, bogged down. Whatever the situation there's hope. That's what I came to tell you today. The first thing that I love about this passage that I read to you, y'all, is the leper knew Jesus had capabilities. He, If we go back to the scripture, he asked him, he said, if you would be willing, he approached him and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can heal me. So in other words, he knew who Jesus was. He said, okay, I know that you can do this. I know who you are and you can help me. But the response of Jesus is overwhelming in kindness and love. And as I mentioned above, I want to keep putting this before you. No one came in contact with the leper. You didn't even come six feet within him to even even touched them made you unclean okay but Jesus didn't just respond to the leper he first reached out and touched him and then he responded this was no ordinary touch y'all this was a touch of love of acceptance of compassion and of healing y'all this thing made me happy right now because I when you really think about what leprosy was and what this leper represented Here's where I want you to understand why this is so powerful. In just a couple verses down, after this particular verse, we get into the story of a centurion soldier. Now, let me just tap on this real quick. Stay with me. The story of the centurion soldier, he had a servant who was paralyzed and in need of healing. He was in a lot of pain. And so Jesus was willing to come and heal the servant. But the centurion had a response. He said, no, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. And he, this is what he said to them. He said, um, if you would just say the word, my servant will be healed. In other words, he knew who Jesus was. He was like, Jesus, you're not fit to come in my house. Just say the word, the power that's in your word, y'all. And, and this story tells us how Jesus was so impressed with the centurion's faith that he said to him, Go and your servant will be healed. Now, let's go back to the leper. Why am I telling you about this story? You're probably like, girl, you all over. Nah, I'm, it's, it's coming together. Trust me. The reason this is so important, y'all, because knowing who the leper was, how, if I could say, um, disgusting and no one came in contact, it's Jesus. Jesus could have just spoke a word and healed him. But y'all, Jesus he didn't just speak. He reached out and touched him. He crossed borders. He crossed lanes that he probably shouldn't have. Y'all, this thing broke. It just, it spoke volumes to me because that's just who he is. That's the love that he has. This was no ordinary touch as I as I said, he knew that that leper was labeled, that no one, he was an outcast. So he was destroying so much more than just a sin issue, y'all. So I want to encourage you and ask you today again, what's inflicting you? What's your disease? Whether it's mental, whether it's how you see yourself, the thoughts of yourself, the stench of your past, your present failures, whatever your disease 
let Jesus touch you. Let him touch you, y'all. There is a very important part of this story, though. I want you to think back to what I read. The key point that we can learn from the leper, as discussed in Matthew, is that we can confidently approach Jesus in all our need with our sin and defilement, y'all. The leper in Matthew, it says the leper came to Jesus and knelt before him. He approached his help. The leper knew he was an outcast. He knew he was unclean. He knew that no one wanted to do deal with him. But here's the thing. The leper, knowing he, all those things, knew he needed help. He knew where his freedom and his deliverance was going to come from. And so he pushed past what people thought and how he was looked at, and he was willing to approach Jesus in spite of. This was faith in action, y'all. He Listen, the leper had nothing to lose but everything to gain, okay? So he didn't care how he looked. He said, I believe you can help me, and I want the help. And so I want to ask you today, like that leper, are you willing to kneel down? Or how bad do you want to be free? Listen, Yes, to your maybe to your family, you are the black sheep of the family, the one who's always done everything wrong. Maybe you lost your good job, a good career to an addiction that you thought you had kind of in control and it showed itself and embarrassed you. Maybe your own thoughts, your evil heart, you're plagued by what no one else knows but the things that you think about that bothers you. Maybe right now you've made a mistake in a relationship. You on baby number you put the number in. Baby daddy number, you put the number in. And you keep saying, I'm not going to go back. Maybe you, like I said earlier, you're living in an alternate lifestyle that you know this is not what God has told you to do, but you don't know how to get free. Here's what I want you to understand. Whether it's a failed marriage, whatever, it doesn't matter. If you are willing to approach Jesus, he is willing to touch you. He is willing to touch you and change your entire life. I love the message version because Jesus says, I want to. So y'all, not only is Jesus willing, he says, I want to. Jesus is not like man. You know, he, he will not turn away from you. But y'all, I love in Psalms 103 and 3, it says, he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. In Psalms 103, 12 through 13, the New Living Translation, it says, he has removed our sins as far as from the east is from the west, y'all. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Listen, the key lesson to be learned from this story of the leper is that sin defiles us in the sight of God, but through Christ, we can be healed of the plague of sin that separates us from God. God hates sin. Listen, that's a fact. God hates sin. It is repulsive to him. Sin bans us from the presence of God. But sin is not, and I want to say this, sin is not limited to just sexual, a sexual connotation. We make it like maybe if this person, you know, they, they sleeping with this person or they committed adultery. Ooh, you know, that's the, that's the bad sin. Homosexuality 
God, that's the bad sin. No, 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 no. Sin is sin. It's all going to send you to hell. Okay, let's talk about this. In Proverbs 15 and 9, y'all, it says the way of life of the wicked is hateful and exceedingly offensive to the Lord. But he loves one who pursues righteousness, personal integrity, moral courage, and honorable character. Listen, it's not just sex, you know, sexual sin, but y'all, disobedience, rebellion is sin to God. In 1 Samuel 15 and 23, this, y'all, is a story of how the Lord rejects Saul. And I want you to hear what he said. He said, rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. So I want us to be understand because you might say, oh, I don't, I don't do certain things. And oh, I've never done that. But you curse people out in your heart. You evil. You, 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 God said, don't, don't think that was hidden. You can sin in your heart. You have some things we've already done it in our heart. And he's looking at that, y'all. So don't, don't turn your nose at the person and say, oh, well, you know they did. I wouldn't. You don't know what you would never do. It's because of the grace of God that you haven't, you haven't been faced with certain things. Don't get prideful in yourself. Don't think too much of yourself, but be thankful every day for the mercies and the grace of God. Listen, Ephesians 2, 8 through nine the amplified version says for it is by god's grace god's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to christ that you have been saved actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith and this salvation is not of yourselves not through your own effort but y'all here's what it says but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. And it's because of this grace, y'all, that we can boldly and confidently stand in God's presence in full confidence that we are accepted and beloved. And then we can praise him for that grace. So, y'all, today again, I ask you, like that leper. See, the leper, he knew, like, this man can help me. Like I said, and I really wanted to set that stage of what leprosy meant and what that leper was looked at as outcast. But what's ailing you? What has labeled you? Is it your past? Is it something that you've done now? What presently are you allowing the enemy to define you by? You answer that, but here's what I want to do. I want to invite you to the throwing room, y'all. I want to invite you to kneel down before your Savior and let him touch you. I can't, every time I think about this touch, I'm going to be honest. When I was preparing this lesson, I shared this with my husband. Y'all, I started crying. The thing just broke me because I saw the compassion of God. God's not like people. We can be so cruel. We can be so judgy, you know, until it hits your house. But when you think of about you couldn't even go six feet when people approached him he had to yell out leper had to yell out i'm unclean i'm unclean like i said jesus could have been like yeah i'm gonna just speak the word but he touched him he said no i'm i'm gonna go where others won't i'm gonna love you in a way and y'all that's what jesus does he touched me one day let me tell you i started when i was preparing this lesson i thought about my rebellion i thought about how i was so um 
Just y'all a sinner. I was a hot mess. Attitude wrong. You know, I just thought about, and it's like, but I think about how his love and kindness, how he drew me to him. Knowing everything about me, it didn't change. He just yet wanted to love me. And he still had purpose for me. Y'all, that's love. Oh my God. So I want to encourage you today to let Jesus touch you. I want to um, leave, I'm leaving you a lot of scripture. So take the time to read it later in your um, study time. But Hebrews 4 and 16 to amplify it. I have to read this. Therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's grace, gracious favor with confidence and without fear. Listen, you can come with confidence and without fear so that we may receive mercy for our failures. It's like that leper. The leper, people might have been looking like, oh, he's stuck. But the leper said, I need help and I know you can help me. Listen, he came. It said approach with confidence and without fear and find instead, it's what you're going to find, his amazing grace to help in the time of need, y'all. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. But listen, in case you like the trees, I don't understand all of that. I, 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 you know, I'm new to this Bible thing. Let me read it to you in the message version. I love this. It says, so let's walk right up to him and get what he is ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. I don't care what you're dealing with. You're trying to navigate a new norm of I, I really thought after 20 years of being married, I didn't see that this marriage would be over. How do I make it? Walk right up to him and get the help that he's ready to give you. I got these children, Lord. One, I've poured everything into you and they going, they acting like they, and they're not lining up to what my husband and I have put into him. Walk right up to that throne and get the help that he's ready to give. You just need a change in your life. You've been doing it your way. You've been driving. You haven't been listening. It's time to surrender. Walk right up to the throne and get the help that he's ready to give. Get the mercy. I don't care. You on baby number five and you say, God, I'm ashamed to my family. Nobody want to do. They talk about me at the family reunions. When I walk in with the kids, is there she go with her whole tribe. God said, that's all right. He said, listen, walk right up to me and get what he's ready to give. Mercy. And he said, I'll help you. I'll help you. Y'all, his touch is no ordinary touch. His touch will change your life. His touch is a touch of compassion. But we have to know that when he touches us, when he changes us, we have now a responsibility to live for him. And that's where I'm going, y'all. What I want you to know as I end today is that I said this touch was no other ordinary touch. Not only did he touch the leper, but he healed them, y'all. And so this part is so important because the last part of the story in verse four, and I'm reading it in the message version, Matthew 8, 1 through 4. It says, Jesus said, don't talk about this all over the town. He told him, don't say nothing now. Just quietly present your healed body to the priest. Present your healed body. Because see, you changed now. Remember, in the beginning, if the, the leper... Um, he had to present himself to the priest. The priest couldn't heal him. The priest was, in a sense, acting like the doctor, right? He was diagnosing him. But 
It's amazing that Jesus said, don't tell nobody, but go back and present your healed body. Present your healed body to the priest along with the appropriate expressions of thanks to God. Your cleansed and grateful life, not your words, not your words, will bear witness to what I have done. What am I saying? Listen, first of all, the leper had to go back to the priest. It was almost like an a, a outward demonstration of what God had done, you know, of the miracle that he had experienced. But y'all, what I love also is it is reminding us that when God changes our life, we have the responsibility to live right. Come on, we got to live right. The Lord said, come on, I don't care what you've done. I I love you. My love for you. You can't even imagine how vast, how wide. But he said, now when I touch you, I want you to get up whole and go let somebody else know. Now he told him, don't tell no. Listen, the leper went and told everybody. But God wants us to be a modern day demonstration, y'all, of his glory, of his mercies to others. He wants others to say, is that Latrice? Is that Latrice from 96? Latrice, Latrice. And people say, girl, she ain't the same Latrice. Because guess what? She done been touched by Jesus. That's what he want us to do. He want us to be outward demonstrations of his miraculous power. Y'all heard, I think he, wasn't he in prison for five years? Wait, wasn't he addicted to pornography? Is that alcoholic Jim? Oh, Jim ain't no alcoholic no more. That, that was the pride Jim. Jim done been touched by Jesus. That's what God want us to know. See, me we like to label people. We ain't gonna never let them forget. You know, that's such and such that they did. Da, da, da. But God don't treat us like that. He said, I'll give you a new name. I'll give you a new hope. I'll change the way you're looked at. I don't care what they remember. He said, I put your sins far from the east or west. So today, I don't care what you're going through. I want to encourage you to let Jesus touch you. Why? Because he's willing. He's able. And y'all, when he touches you, it's a touch night, none other. I too, as I shared, was bound. I was played, but I know what it's like for God to change your life. But I think about one of my favorite scriptures. Um, I know I say that all the time. Child just love the Bible. Everything my favorite. But Ephesians 4 and 1. When you read it in the Amplified, Paul charges us. He said, live a life worthy of what Christ did. In other words, when you understand what that touch costs, when you understand what the power of God, what, what that power that's living in me, I ain't going to live no rest. Away. I don't want to just do sin and say, oh, God, forgive me. Oh, God. No, I'm not going to take the grace of God for granted. But God, because you changed me, y'all, that's why I can't help but get on here and smile and share with you on Motivational Monday because I'm a life that was changed. I'm a life that was a hot mess. I'm a life that was sin stricken and deserved to be in hell. So I can't keep my mouth shut. I would love to tell you, y'all, come on here and get your best body. Look, you come on, live your best life, but you can't live your best life outside of Christ. I know you like, girl, I got more money than you. Girl, I got 2.5 and, and a couple of cars and, and a house. And uh, But do you have peace with it? Do you have joy with it? Do in the midst of everything pain, can you yet raise your hands? See, what our 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 um success is not limited to these earthly things. Because your 2 million, you're going to live it right here. Them cars, you're going to leave them right here. When you die, you're going to leave that stuff. But where's your soul going to go? I'm not living just for here. And so, y'all, I'm encouraging you today because no matter your issue, no matter what you're going through, let Jesus touch you. And let me say this. Let him touch you every day. 
Y'all, every day is a day that we can be a hot mess, myself included. I stay in prayer. Why? Not for some religious activity. No, I let the Lord know, God, I'm not here just because I need to check off the box that I prayed. I'm here because I need you. I'm here because Latrice has a, a mouth that can mouth off. I got an attitude. I'm, I'm strong-willed sometimes. Listen, I don't want to heal sometimes. Holy Spirit, I need you to get me right. I'm praying because I understand every day I need God's grace. I'm not any different than the woman on the pole. I'm no different. God's grace found me that could be me I could be a woman with five and six kids with seven days don't don't turn your nose but God wants us to have compassion and love because that's how we gonna win others y'all they don't need us just mm. you heard about you you know child you know she got another one okay pray for her that's the the biggest act of love Pray for something's going on. Ask God that he would put somebody that that person would know that their value is not just in their body. That they're not just a baby making machine. That their, their value isn't limited to the bed. Y'all, we can't be so, that could be us. And how would you want us to deal? But she needs a touch from Jesus. So I just want to encourage you today. I don't care what you're getting ready to go through this week. Some things might come up this week. But every day, let them touch you. Because whether you know it or not, every day we need a renewed mind. Every day we need him to help us to be the best parent, the wife. Don't take for granted, oh, I'm fine. I'm cute. Honey, I can, ain't nobody coming for this man. <laughs> don't, don't be so sure. <laughs> don't be you might think you got it all together but you don't know what he's dealing with behind class door you don't know if there's some things you better say lord touch me make me the wife that i need lord if there's anything in you that is a problem to my husband holy spirit show me give me how to shut my mouth and begin to hit my knees lord make me the husband not that i just throw some food on the table and girl didn't i put some money in the bank but give me how to love her like you love the church lord make me the parent that you need me to be i need you to touch me y'all unless he touch us we can't go and do the things that he's calling us to do so i just want to encourage you today that's my encouragement listen that's how we're gonna get fit this week we're gonna say let him touch us because like i tell you all the time and encourage you y'all know i'm a fitness enthusiast i love running i love exercising but y'all the reality is we need an inside out change it's not just about changing his body it's not just about being cute but you inside you bogged down with a spiritual way. Your mind is in turmoil. Let God get you fit for life. And that fitness is inside out. Let him do a complete work in you. So I just want to encourage you today. Let him touch you, okay? That's what we're doing this week, y'all. Y'all have a great week. I'm going to see you next Monday. Let him touch you. Bye.